Something came to my mind. I, I, I listened to a certain message. And it says that, and in that message, it was actually something about a Jewish, Jewish culture. And it says that the Jews, they cannot even say the word Yahweh. Because to them, it is the most holiest word. For them, they get scared when they finish Yahweh. Because to them, it's a holy, holy name. And this morning, I want to welcome you in the name of Yahweh. Let's, let's just quickly stand to our feet and just reminisce the God, of, the God, our Savior, our Holy Spirit. We honor you in this place. Let's, let's, pray, let's pray in tongues. Let's pray the Holy Spirit is here. Oh, Father, we honor your presence. Yahweh, 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 Yahweh. Yahweh, we honor your presence in this place, Lord. We thank you that we are so privileged to be able to say Yahweh with the liberty in our hearts, Father, to call on your name Yahweh because you are Yahweh. You are El Shaddai. You are El Ohim. You are El Olam. You are Jehovah. And there's none like you, Father, none besides you, Father. The Bible says that you dwell in unapproachable light, Lord Jesus. It's only the sun that has access. It's only the sun that has access to that holy mountain. Father, we honor the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. Oh, the great governor. The great governor. Oh, Father, we cannot do this without you, Lord. We cannot reach the world without you, Lord Jesus. We cannot reach the loss without you, Holy Spirit. And this morning, Father, I pray, tune every heart, Lord. Tune every heart right now, Holy Spirit. Tune it to the frequency of the word. So that we may hear, Lord Jesus. And that we may understand, Father. Because your word says, Father, in all our getting, let's get understanding. Father, and we thank you in this place. Holy Spirit, we honor you. It's all about you, nothing about ourselves. We didn't come here for ourselves this morning. We came here, Father, to show that we are your kingdom. And this is an embassy of your kingdom, Father. 
And we know that there's a portal over this house, Father. We know that angels are being charged this morning to stand at the gates, Father. To be the watchers of this house. And we honor you, O precious Spirit. We pray that the word will be like a flaming sword that cuts, Lord. That takes us through the fire. That cuts us, Lord, in every way that we, that you want us to be cut, Father. Because you have a specific plan for each and every one of us, Lord. Which is perfectly in tune with you, Father. Oh, precious Jesus. Come on, let's clap for the Holy Spirit. Ramanda hasta habraha sekere vedende rebosata. Rabakata ramande rebese kerebenda rabasata. This morning, I want to honor my parents, mom and dad. Thank you for this opportunity to be able to share the bread with the family this morning, the bread of life, which is the word of God this morning. So this morning, family, I want you to open your hearts for the word. I want you to tune your heart to the frequency of God because God has something specific for you this morning. There's something in this word that is specifically for your needs this morning. There's something in your in, in, in this word that is specifically for your challenge this morning. Because God has given us a plan. He has given us a strategy that this is the year that we are rebuilding ourselves. We are rebuilding ourselves. We are rebuilding ourselves. And you can see as the year has passed how the word of God has builded us to this stage where we are today. That we can be bold that we can be bold for Christ Jesus. The word will help us this morning. The word will guide us this morning. The word will be a light unto our path and a lamp for our foot. And those that follow it will not stumble. Hallelujah. Oh, precious spirit of God. Father, help us, Lord, not just to minister the word, but also to minister the prayer ministry of the spirit Lord Jesus the ministry of prayer Father help our hearts Father to receive your precious spirit Lord so that we may come one with you Father and you one with us Lord in Jesus name hallelujah let's clap for Jesus this morning Jesus is in this house this morning hallelujah Jesus is alive hallelujah Thank you. This church has been, is blessed. This church is blessed with the level of worship that you receive in this house. Really blessed with great musicians, great worshipers, people that is fully committed to God. We are, we are a blessed church. We are really a blessed, 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 blessed church. So family, this morning... I pray I'm, I'm allowing you guys into something that God is busy doing in my life. It's a something that I've been studied. Remember the previous word that we ministered? Dad ministered uh, about, you know, uh, strife in our hearts. Dad ministered about how we should deal the cost, you know, the cost, how, how the cost of strife. Dad ministered to us how we should deal as our brothers and our sisters 
you know, and God has been taking us this year just from, from the one step to the other step. It's almost like he's just putting layer upon layer upon layer upon layer. You understand? Just to, just to make our foundation in Christ sound. So this morning, the title of my message, it is a call, the call to consecration. The call. Many people, you don't hear this message anymore. This is a message that has died out over the generations. Even if you go online and you go, you go seek, I had to do a deep study just to find out what this word in Scripture actually means. The finished price. You know, when he stood there, he knew what is going to happen to him. He knew the lashes. He, he knew everything. Everything. He knew what was going to happen. But he had to brace himself. And, and, and the Bible says, on the night that he was betrayed, to still be able to share something in betrayal. You are being betrayed right now. As you are sharing this bread, you are being betrayed. So this morning, you see, even amidst the betrayal, Jesus still showed his unconditional love. His unconditional love. Because there was no greater assignment for him than to go to that cross. There was no greater assignment for him. For you to pray and then blood come out. It must be, it must be a, a terrible feeling that you feel the wages of sin. That you had to carry. So the, this message is something that will take you to the next level of your walk with God. It will take you to a deeper fellowship with God. It will take you, it will usher you into the power of God. The power of God lies in our under call to consecration. You know, people will be drawn by the power power that you carry. People won't be drawing the CR. You've prayed for them and nothing happened. Because it happened in the spirit, but the power that you carry, you couldn't it couldn't be manifest. Because there was a witch that was stronger than you in the spirit. So now when we get to this call, the call to consecration, it is a deeper measure with God. It is a greater sacrifice that you have to bring to the table. It is the laying down of one's life. Let's go to scripture. Let's go to the next one. So on this, I've, I've made a line, and I said to myself, Kurt, on this line, where are you in a relationship with, the, with your relationship with the Lord? And then I looked at this line and I said to myself, So I did a calculation in my head, you know, and I said to myself, maybe I'm, maybe I'm so 60%. 60%. You know, and when I read the scripture, the scripture said that no one will enter with sin. 
No one will enter heaven with sin. So I looked at this line, and this is the line that was actually cutting straight through my life. That silly line, that, it looks silly, but <laughs> that line has a lot of meaning for me personally. And I hope today that that line will have a lot of meaning for you as well. So that line, so I said to myself, maybe so 60%. And then the Lord said to me, Kurt, no one will enter. No one will enter heaven with sin. With sin. If you have sin in your life, no one will enter heaven with sin. So now you ask yourself, Lord, I'm been sinning daily. I'm been sinning daily. I can know not for me fro quad gerak, my stupid forbeeld. Quad gerak. Anger is a sin. You know, when you rage your heart against someone, it's a sin. So you can know not a sin. So I say, no me what to make, I say, go on. I say, Lord, no me. Ik sikkel aan nou om uit sin uit te kom, maar uit het, you know, sy doen die, sy doen die 1, 3, 4, en toe, dan gie sy weer 2, 3, en terug. Hoe dat nou? Then the Lord took me to scripture. Let's go to scripture. Salvation is the starting point of a life to consecration. Salvation. Let's read from the King James. John 3, from 3 to 7. King James Version. Jesus answered and he said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Now, if you look at your genetics, you were born in water. In your mom's tummy, you were born in water. There's no one here that can say they were born in oil. <laughs> or in cool drink. You were born in water. And of the spirit. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Scripture, marvel not, I said unto thee, ye be born again. Ye be born again. Ye be born again. Let's go to the next scripture. And Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so much the son of man be lifted up. Now, let me tell you the story. This is John, eh? 
John 3, 14, yeah, this is just where Jesus, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever may believe in him shall have everlasting life. But this is the, the passages just before it. Yeah? Now let's move to the next, let's move to the next slide. When we read Kings, the King James versions in Numbers 20, let's go to Numbers 21 and 8 and 9. You guys can read the story, the whole story. I will compress it together to explain the story. Okay. And the Lord said unto Moses, make thee a fiery serpent and set it upon a pole and it shall come to pass that everyone that is bitten when he looketh upon that shall live. Now what happened here is that the Israelites Remember, Moses was carrying the Israelites through Egypt all the way. Now, the Israelites got into the wilderness, and they started murmuring. They started murmuring and complaining about food and complaining about money and complaining it was better to be in Egypt. It was better to, to, to be a slave. They complained yeah. the whole time. Then what God did, God sent snakes among the Israelites. He sent the snakes. So the snakes bit the people. And some of them died. You can go read the scripture. Some of them died one after the other. Then Moses went on to his knees and Moses said, Lord, no, don't let these people die. We, we then just brought them now from Egypt. Why must these people die now? And Moses pleaded before God. Then the Lord said to Moses, okay, what I will do, I will make a, put a big pole. Make a golden snake on the pole. Put it against the pole. Everyone that looks at, at the pole and believe, they will be saved. They will, when they are bitten and they look at the pole, they will be saved. Now this scripture is a testimony of the cross. Everyone that looks at Jesus on the cross and believes, they will be saved. Everyone that looks unto Jesus. The same. Because there was men who said, they stupid man. Who can also now give a slang on a pal? And they died. They died because there was no belief and trust in their heart. So this is in the Old Testament. This is Numbers. Numbers. And Moses made a serpent of brass and put it upon a pole. And it came to pass that if, if a serpent had been bitten, had bitten any man, when he beheld the serpent of the brass, he lived. When he beheld, when he looked at the serpent. So what is Jesus telling us this morning? Jesus say, your salvation, when you look at Jesus and you believe in your heart, you are saved. When you believe and you believe that God has raised Jesus from the dead, you are saved. Amen. You, what God automatically did with you, he brought you from 0% to 100%. From 0% where you, I was at 60, he took me from 60 to 100%. So now I can enter if I look, if I look at the, at the cross and I believe in my heart, that God has raised Jesus from the dead, I will love. I will love. I will make it to see another day. I will make it to see another day. So God, what God does, 
He takes you automatically, when you come to Jesus, He takes you automatically to 100%. He tells you, there's nothing that you can do that can pay for the salvation. There's nothing that you can say that can pay for the salvation. There's nothing that we can do because He says His glory with no man. Jesus, the Father and the Son, they share their glory with no man because it's their glory. They paid the price for us. So that made us. Then, then the fact that Jesus paid the price for you, it means that you became a slave of Jesus because he paid the price for you. He paid the price for you. He paid the final price for you. There's no other price after that that should be paid. So when you come to Jesus, you are already 100%. But now, when God, what they, did, what they did in the Old Testament, when, a, when somebody was a slave for years and he's worked out his years as a slave, ne? Then, then some of the slaves, they, they were free, let's say after seven years, the Bible says after seven years, some of them were free. So some of them then came to Jesus to, or to their, their masters and say, listen here, I still want to serve you. And then what the master did, he took them, he took a, a, a needle or pierce and he pierced the ears. That's where earrings comes from. Come the earring that you're wearing is a sign of obedience. It's a sign of obedience to your master. You're thinking earrings is for cool like. I say for cool like. I say for cool like. They is a slave for Jesus Christus. They is a slave for Jesus Christus. So you were, you were bought and now you were set free. So now you are free to serve Christ. Amen. You are free to serve Jesus. Amen. So you were marked. You were marked with the everlasting marking. So no, from 100%, we must go to 200%. You cannot go back 99, 89, 95. You cannot go. There's a price that was already paid for you. And he says his glory with no man. But no man, you must understand the salvation that you've received. This precious gift that God has given you, it, there, was a, there was a serious price paid for it. A serious price. The, the, I studied the flogging. When they flog, that stuff goes so deep, it rips your ribcage out. It goes so deep. So Jesus' ribcage was open. The Bible says he didn't leave one drop of blood. Blood came out and then water. Meaning that you were born of the flesh and of water. Let's go to, let's go to scripture. Let's go to scripture. For now Ephesians says, for now, for those that didn't understand salvation, I hope this will enlighten your understanding of this great salvation that we have. For now, Ephesians says, for now it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourself. It is a gift of God. Not by works. Okay, the scripture reference is Ephesians 2 from 8 to 10. Ephesians 2 from 8 to 10. Let me start reading it again. For it is by free grace that you have been saved through faith. 
And this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. So, niemand kan sê, ek in myself gered nie. Sy kan nie jouself gered nie. Sy kan nie jouself gered nie. Credit in your mind, sy kan nie jouself No one, sy kan nie. Daar is het vastgepin. For we are God's handiwork. Didn't we preach the last time about handiwork? You are created by his hands. We are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works. Which God has prepared for us in advance. In advance. So your good works has been prepared for you in advance. Now let's go to the next slide. It's going to make sense now. What is the meaning of consecration? Consecration, if I define it, consecration is a solemn dedication to a special purpose or service. It's a solemn dedication to a special purpose or service. I've given more notes how the Holy Spirit has revealed to me. It's a voluntary dedication of your life to God. It's a voluntary, you give it freely to God. Sy sê, jyre, man va die liewe, wat ek so opgemors het. Vat het en maak het reg. Asseblief in Jesus naam. So that is what you are saying. It's a dedication. Now if you look at an Olympian, maybe a runner, I believe that all of our dedication is the same dedication. It's just where you focus your dedication to. So that athlete, he focuses his dedication to running. So he gives 100% on running. If you focus your dedication on Netflix, you give 100% to Netflix. If you focus your dedication on Facebook, you give 100% dedication to Facebook. So you can determine where you focus your dedication. You understand what, it's making sense now, you focus your dedication. It is an amount of unconditional surrender. A slave, when he is bought, he surrenders everything over to God. He surrenders his life. It is to be set apart. You are special to God. He saved you, he set you apart. Some people he takes and he go hides them. And then when they are ready, like with, with Paul, people, people think that Paul just became Paul. No. Paul first had to find in Scripture Jesus because he couldn't, he couldn't find Jesus in the Torah and he was a scribe. He was a scribe of Scripture, but he couldn't find Jesus in the Torah. That's why, that's why when he came, when they lowered him down from from from, uh, uh, um, from what, uh, what, what is that city that he ran to? Damascus. When he, when he ran, they lowered him down from, to Damascus. The Bible says, and he went to Samaria into the wilderness. Or Syria or something like that. Into the wilderness for 13 years. Between two scriptures, 25 and 26, 13 years has passed. 13 years has passed. So you think Paul just came on the show and then Paul be Paul? No, Paul had to go through a process of consecration. He had to find Jesus. He had to see, oh, this is Jesus. This is, oh, like, like we now just read about the serpent on the pole. He had to find, oh, that was what Isaiah was meaning. That is what uh, 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 Joshua was meaning. When he, this is what Moses was meaning. 
Because he couldn't find as a scribe, he couldn't find Jesus in the Old Testament. So that's why it didn't make sense with him. But when God took him through that 13 years, and when Barnabas introduced him to the apostles, he was consecrated in that 13 years. Jesus came, Jesus came out of, out of, out of, out of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Jesus didn't do any miracles before that. No miracles was done up to 30 years. Then the Bible said, he went to John, he said, John, you must baptize me. John said, no, master. No, master, I'm not even worthy to tie your shoelaces. Jesus said to him, you must baptize me. The Bible says you were sent to prepare the way for the Lord. So he, he baptized Jesus. And then the Bible says, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him like a dove. And the Holy Spirit rested upon him. And signs and wonders was wrought from his hands. But what is the first thing the Holy Spirit did with him? Took him to the wilderness for 40 days and for 40 nights. Imagine it. Ek sikkel klaar met vijf daase paas. Da wil ek my harre uit my kop uittrek. Vijf daas. Jesus went for 14 days. I think Jesus was at the point he was laying like this. <sighs> Can you hear that? Uh, 40 days. It's, it's long. I know because five, six, seven days. Ooh, it's, 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 you, it's like you want to, yeah, you want to, let me not go there. But, but for 40 days, Jesus was consecrated in that 40 days. You know, the Holy Spirit works. You a tongue-speaking Christian, meaning that it is the manifestation. When you pray in tongues, it's the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. But the thing is, the Holy Spirit is not yet on you. He is in you to take out everything that is not of Jesus on the inside Amen. of you. Until you go through that process of consecration, until you grow to that process where you dedicate yourself, where you lay your body down as a living sacrifice, then the Lord will say, now I can put a little bit of myself upon you. And consecration, it is one thing after the other. One thing. It's not a once-off thing. It's a one thing after the other. A private commitment of the heart. I cannot see your consecration, Pastor Ryan. You cannot see my consecration. Brother Ferdi, I cannot see how you are consecrated. When I look at you like this, towards God, you cannot see how I am consecrated towards God. It is, it is in the heart. It is hidden for all to see. But the thing is, God will know how consecrated you are towards Him. Because he, the Bible says He knows the heart. He's, he's, he's no respecter of person but he's a respecter of the heart. Amen. He says that David was a man after God's heart. So your consecration, you cannot see on the face, on the outward appearance. People can fool you. People can fool you and then be full of demonic spirits. But on the face, they look as if they are consecrated. You must look at the heart. You must look at the heart of a person. You must look at the heart of your friends. Amen. That you see that they are consecrated before God. Amen. It exposes the heart. 
Let's go to the next one. Misconceptions about consecration. Consecrations occurs without struggles. This is a misconception. This is a misconception. People think that, ah, man, it's easy for you to do, man. It's easy for you to do. I will do it one day when, I'm, when I don't have any more debt. When I don't uh, have to go study. When I don't have to do this. You know, it's a misconception that it comes without a struggle. For you to be consecrated to God, it will be the greatest struggle of your life. It will be the struggle that takes you to the next level of your life. So people say, so that's why I'm saying it's a misconception about consecration. The next one is consecration is a one-time event. People think that it is you one time when you're born again, you are consecrated to God. No, it's a lie out of the pit of hell. Consecration, if Lazay comes to me now, Lazay is 10 years old, my daughter. If Lazay comes to me now and says, Daddy, I want to give my all my heart to the Lord. I want to serve the Lord fully. I want to serve the Lord with all of my heart. I, 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 don't want, I don't want to have anything to do with anything else. Do you think we can say that she is fully consecrated? At that age, she's consecrated. But when she gets 18, when she gets 22, it's another story. Because now the influences of life has increased on her. You know, as the 18 come, now Frazilla say, can some skate to man? man. No less for cake. I can see no less for dancing. I can see no less for my You understand? So you can't say consecration is a one-time event. It is a process that you need to go through. People say consecration is the same as conversion. I just explained to you now that conversion is something that you cannot pay for. Consecration is something totally the opposite. It's totally the opposite of conversion. It is, now God has saved you, now what are you doing for God? That is the difference between, to, between conversion and consecration. Let's go to the next scripture. King James, this is the best. Remember Romans, when you read Romans, the first section of Romans, Romans tells you how, what God did for us. Uh, we were Jews, and now we were all cut into the bronze, and all of that. The Gentiles can also now be saved, and all of that. If you read from 12, all the, from 1 to 12, that is where, where Paul explains to us what, 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 what God did for us. But from this point onwards, it's a different story. Now that I have, he said, Romans 12, 1, write the scripture down, Romans 12, 1, I said, I beseech thee, therefore, I beseech you, therefore, true, I, I fry for you, I say any for you, I command thee for you, I say, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, so some we pray, I pray some with the brothers and his sisters and Jesus Christus. He's speaking to the children of God. He's not speaking to the world. He said, "I beseech you, therefore, brethren, my brothers, my sisters, I beseech you, Ephraphielomui, by the mercies of God, by the mercies of God, that He present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, 
and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Which is your reasonable service? I'm going to read this passage again. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, my brothers and my sisters, by the mercies of God, that you present something. You see, I, I highlighted the words in different colors, beseech. I highlight brethren to you. I highlight present. So it's something that you must present to God. I highlighted to you, I highlighted for you that it will be ex acceptable. I highlighted for you it will be reasonable to you. Let's go to the next one. The mindset of consecration. The mindset. What should your mindset be when you are consecrated? Consecration, consecration is acceptable to God after you are born again. You cannot be consecrated if you are not born again. You cannot give back to God if you don't belong to God. If he didn't buy you with the ultimate price. Okay. Consecration is an official act of your voluntary presentation. That's your presentation. So what, om het vir jou te verduidelik, wat your voluntary presentation beteken is, jy present iets vir God. Jy gaan na God toe en sê, God, weet jy wat, ek kan nie meer met my kinders sê nie. Ek het nou dit alle jare probeer op my eie doen, maar ek kan nou nie meer met hulle nie. Wat ek nou gaan maak, ek vat hulle, ek vat hulle op my handen, and you do it in your quiet time. Say, Lord, this is my son, this is my daughter, I present them to you. I present them to you. You take whatever, your circumstances, your challenge, whatever, uh, uh, whatever uh, um, thing that God is expecting from you, you go to God, you say, Lord, I present this. It's no longer I that liveth, but Christ that liveth on the inside of me. I present it to you. I present my I present my work. I present my boss. I present my my family members. I present them to you. Consecration occurs when you release complete control. Can only give you a bit of Can I go three ten rand to create it? Can I go two? I can get back in the bus. Okay, it was just for me to give. Now you you present completely to God. I want to just a full build mark. Nou, wat God maak, God sê, ok, Lord, hier is my 20 grand, hier so gee ek my tiendes. Nee, vir die kerk, thank you. I, I, I give complete control over my money. Nou sê die Heere, Kurt, wat sê nie goed vir, 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 vir brader Diego, bles met die, met die tiende rand die. Nou sê sy, nie Heere man, ek het dan nou klaar die tiende rand gegee. Ek het dan nou klaar die tiende rand gegee. So, you, you, God doesn't have complete control over your money. He doesn't have complete control. You're not consecrated in your finances. You're not consecrated to that level in your finances that you can... Is no brother Virgil so much? Yeah, but I want to go for your gift. But you're not... You understand? You, you, you need to get to that level where you say, Lord, I've counted the cost. I've counted the cost. For Butavit, thank you. I've counted the cost, you know. Consecration that is genuine is received by God and is acceptable to God. So, they don't have to worry. As they're on your knees, they say, Lord, 
vergewe vir my man. Heere, ek gee die omstandighede vir jou, vir jou. Ek kan nie met dit hanteer nie, vat jy het maar asjeblief. You see, what happens in the spirit, God sees it as my son, you've consecrated in a level with me. I have another section of your life. I have another part of your life. Tomorrow you come and say, Lord, ek kan nie meer met die, met my basie man. Kom my sien of is. Then you'd say, Lord, I take him, I give him to you. I, I, I consecrate that area of my life also to you. But it must come from a genuine place. It must come with sincerity. I think it's a bit of water drink. Hallelujah. Let's, 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 let's dig deeper. Let's dig deeper in the word. Consecration should be completely logical. Logical. So you can you know for here, I can say, here, ek gee my huis en alles vir jy nie. Nou sê die Heere vir jou morgen, bles gauw vir die ou met jou huis. Daar wil ons weer sien. Daar wil ons weer sien. Daar wil ons weer sien of sy dit gaan doen. You understand, it must be reasonable to you. You must be able to count the cost. You must say, Lord, ek kan nie nou so onder een waar moet ek nou op die vlak gaan sit. You understand, you, it must be reasonable to you. When you come to God, it must be something that you can, nie, ek kan laat gaan, man. Ek kan nie meer worry wat die ding is. Die ding kan maar gaan van my af ook. You understand, it's consecrated the area of your life. Let's go to the next one. Now, milestones of consecration, self-indulgence. Remember we, we, we did about babyhood? So your first level of, of consecration is, you, you, you just want everything for yourself. You're very self-indulgent. You know, God has saved you now. Now, you know, Self-indulgent. Being selfish. Be, having only worry about yourself and what you can get and what you want. Consecration struggle. The, the, the next milestone is now your consecration struggle. I can go for a little Say for instance, you have no your friend trek, you have no your friend trek. I can no my example. I have no my friend trek. En nou help ek hom, en ek pak sy, ons pak sy plek mooi, en nou sien ek hulle mooi braai plek, en nou sê my vriend vir my, ja, nou sê ek vir my vriend, ja, daar sal een mooi painting, sal een mooi lekker hawe dit braai. Nou te wil sy daar sê, sê die heren vir jou, maar jy het dan een painting hawe jou huis. Een mooi oil painting nogal. En sy sê, nie heren, waar? Nie heren, nie, sê lekker nie, maar na, ah. Ah, ah, ek gaat die heren, ek gaat die uitpainting gee nie man, ek gaan nie uitpainting gee nie. Nou, nou wat gebeur met jou, wat gebeur met jou, hoe langer jy sloer, hoe meer stap jy terug. 
gaan ze terug naar zichzelf in Dalton toe. Dan kom je uit die level uit toe. Dan blijf je jaren daar. Verstaan dit? Zo so, loop weer keer met jou hart. Nou sê jou, man, geef die painting, man. En zij kan die painting geven. Geef die painting, man. Dat is een blessing op pad voor jou, man. Geef die painting. Geef die painting. Nou, zij heel... Zij rip die painting toe. Zij komt daar bij die mensen. Voor die mensen, ons allemaal het al die dingen gegaan aan. Als ze nog die dingen gegaan het, dan moet ze komen. Dan moet ze komen. Dan moet ze komen uit zichzelf en daalde en steeds. Zij vat die painting en ze sê, ze gaan naar jou vrienden, die traas uit ding, zij heel veel happiness, maar dat is zeer in jou hart, want ze schiet zwaar die painting af. Nee, ons ken hy, situatie. So, so, a test if, of a consecration struggle, it's a personal thing. God deals with you on a personal level in your life. Yeah? Uh, uh, it is, a, it is it, the test is sometimes difficult. Because they will let go. The test is unexpected. Zet moet je nou zetten, zet je nog een kom om je vriend te jaap. Nou moet je nou je painting wat je pa voor je gegeet, wat hij meer leven nie. Moet jy nou vir die persoon gee. Dit is, is, is unexpected, man. Ik heb nog gekomen voor dit. Het test produce een inner crisis in jou. Zij kan niet slapen, zij kan niet, zij kan niks doen nie. Van het 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 borrelie in jou, het borrelie in jou, het maakt jou maakt jou naar in lucht. Test results in a consecration change you. Zodra so, jy die ding doen gaan ze naar die volgende level toe. Zodra so, ze die, die, as soon as you overcome that struggle, Amen. you go to the next level with God. That's your next level of consecration. You understand? So you can remain a struggler. You can remain self-indulgent. But God wants to take you to the next level. Let's go to the next one. The next one, the next one is a sacrifice. You, now that you've, Now that you've, you have controlled this thing, Lord, I can give freely. I know because, die ding is, wanneer zei dat seed zo, het God al klaar voor jou tien paintings. Hij heeft net gewacht voor jou om jezelf te consecrate aan hom in die level. zodat so zij naar die volgende level toe kan gaan. You understand? So this is how we grow in Christ. This is how we go from the next step to the next step. So now, so now you sacrifice your body You sacrifice your finances. You sacrifice certain things. You bring a sacrifice now to God. Now, the next level is, they raak a servant van God. Kom ons lees gauw Luke 25, 26, 14. Kijk at die level van consecration. Luke 14. Let me just get my scripture here. Ek het scripties vir julle. Luke 14, we say. 14, 25, and 26. Okay. Here is a tough one. Here is a tough one. 25 and 26. It goes like this. Large crowds were traveling with Jesus. And turning to them, he said, If anyone comes to me and does not hate, Listen to this word, hate. The father and the mother and the wife and the children, the brothers and the sisters. Yes, 
even their own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. This is the following level of your consecration. As when they worry me, what your fro say, they worry me, what your ma say. When as God praat, then do they what God said for you. As your ma said, they got a few cake, as a man. They don't want to go to the church. They don't worry. Jesus has said, who is my mother and my father and my brother? Who is all? These that do my father's work, these are my brothers, my sisters, and my mother. So the next level of your consecration is where they worry not more about people. They give all the people to God. You saw, Jere? You saw? What do they do? So they come, give them to me. So they come, give them to me. It is not more about you. Is there more issue for you to give the Lord to give? Is there more issue for you to give your life for him to give? We are all growing in that level. I don't say that Paul, I don't say I have achieved it yet, but this is where God is taking us as a church. As a church. It's not myself. I don't have anything to achieve, but this is what God has revealed to me. This is what God has told me to, to let's, let's, let's get the church to this level. Yeah, where, where you present to God every person. You present to God every possession, every place. Where work, everything for God. You present to God every position. You present to God your life purpose. They give everything for God. Because they are now a disciple of God. Now the following phase is, the next milestone is, you become a slave to Christ. James 1.1, you'll read, I, James, a slave to Jesus Christ. Peter, I, Peter, a slave to Jesus Christ. Paul, I, Paul, a slave to Jesus Christ. So at that man was all on that level. He was all on level 5. He was all a slave for God. God sê vir hulle, man, laat die mense jou steenig. Laat hulle jou soma doodgooi jou so, ek geef jou immortality. Daar is die level wat hulle gehad het met God. Daar is Cedric Misek in die bed nie gauw. Hulle sit hulle in die vier. Die mense was klaar immortal vir hulle ingegaan het. Dier hulle level of sacrifice. The level of their consecration. There's greater things in God. There's deeper things in God. There's more things that we can do in the spirit for God. Because we, we must aspire to grow. We must aspire to be better. We must aspire to go to the next level with God. Where you take a 21 day fast with God. You and your family alone. You go deeper into the things of God. You go deeper to the next level with God. That's why, that's why Paul could write a third of the, of the New Testament. Because he was a slave to Christ. But I can feel safe. He had no people to Damascus. So he had to go through the process. And this is what happened. The consecration is what happened to Paul when he was that 13 years. He had nothing from Paul. He had nothing from Paul. That is what with him happened. Dit is die goed wat hy moest deeggegaan het. Dit is die sacrifice wat hy moet gegeet. Wat as die Heere vir hom gesê het, hy moet 13 jaar eet, daar in die wildernis eet. As hy in die skripse nie, maar as het moendlik, 
alles bij God is moeilijk. Jerika van gezegd, zij iets om voor een jaar. It's a level of sacrifice to God. You want to see the power of God? You must bring a sacrifice before God. You want to see the power of God move in your life? You must bring a sacrifice for your family. You want to see your family being saved? You must bring a sacrifice for your family. You must offer your body as a living sacrifice to God. Let's go to the next one. I'm ending. Method to grow in your consecration. Recognize what the Lord is asking of you to consecrate. Each and every one of us, God is busy speaking to you. As I was ministering the word, I asked the Lord to tune the frequencies of your heart with this word. So you are perfectly in tune because we ask it of the Father. So the Lord is dealing with you personally. There's something in your life that you need to consecrate to me. You cannot move to the next level until you consecrate that thing to me. You cannot grow in your business until you consecrate that business to me. You cannot grow in your job unless you consecrate that job to me. So you must recognize what the Lord is asking of you to consecrate. This morning, God is speaking to your heart. You are perfectly tuned, all of you, with the Spirit of God because we've asked God to do it. You must consider the cost. Don't be in a rush. Don't rush yourself. Consider the cost. What it will cost as they die for the Yerachi. They die for the Yerachi. As they die for the Yerachi, consider the cost. Yerra, I give you this thing. But I know what it will cost. And I have decided, I am ready to let go of it. I have decided to free to make it. Return to the Lord with something or someone or something to present. So when you come, your consecration is continually, every level of your life, you continually come to God. You say, Lord, I'm, I'm now ready to consecrate this, this part of my life. So you, I was never before, but through this whole process of consecration, you have taught me how to give to you and to present it to you, and to count the cost. Then, release the transfer, and the ownership, and control, as a sacrifice. You must release the, the ownership. So you can't now say, Jeremiah, you can now see, the kids are not going to be able to do it. Because they are ready for the Lord. And the Lord has not said, you are not going Simple example. But, it is effective because Jesus had simple good gebruik so that amal it can verstaan. So as jy klaar jou lewe geconsecrate het vir die Heere, kan jy net nie gaan terugvraan. Het het klaar oog gegee. En sy wil groei tot die volgende lewe, so vinnig as moendlik hoe sy gee. Gee, 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 gee. Rejoice because the Lord receives your consecration as acceptable. When you give it to Him, He receives it and it becomes acceptable to him. He rejoices in it. When you see, oh, Pastor Samain, look at the look at the level of consecration that he brought to me. Jesus rejoices in that. Jesus is blessed for the sacrifice that he made. Jesus said, my kind grew, man. 
Oh, so so one ten ten percent. Oh, so so one ten twenty percent. We are going a hundred and thirty. We are going a hundred and forty. We are going a hundred and fifty. And with the consecrations comes the Bible says we must we must minister in prayer and in the word. So the same level of sacrifice in prayer, the same level of the word. The same level of sacrifice in prayer, the same amount in the word. So if you spend two hours in the word, two hours in prayer. Three hours in the word, three hours in prayer. Five hours in the word, five hours in prayer. It's your level of sacrifice. You grow from 30 minutes to an hour, to two hours, to three hours, to four hours, to five hours. With God daily, your life belongs to God. Zij vat een breek om te gaan bid. Zij vat jou lans om te gaan bid. It is a life consecrated. It's the next level of our journey as Christians in this house. There is great tribulation. Paul het gesê, perilous times is gonna come. Mense gaat vir ons nodig het, as ons in die kracht van God loop, gaan mense hard op na ons toe. Hulle gaan sê, uh, uh, Senin wil sy nie goed kom bid by die hospitalie, maar die mense is siek. Dan gaan Senin in, Senin bid al die mense, al die mense staan op en dan gaat hulle uit. That is what God, that is what God, that is what Peter and Paul, hulle was so bieke gewees, maar check die impact wat hulle gehad het. Because they moved, they were consecrated before God. They moved under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And that is what we need in these times. That is, this is the level of sacrifice that we need in these times. Our bodies are living sacrifice before God. We lay, we fast like we've never fasted before. We sit foot to south. I'm going to take home. The Bible says that your dagse loon gaan gelijkstandig wees aan your dagse kos. Die seel drie. Your dagse loon gaan gelijkstandig. So, zij bieten nou beginne leem te vast. Want het gaat dierak. Het gaat dierak. Ek sê vir julle, het gaat dierak. So, you need to get your body matured in the spirit. Matured in the spirit. I'm able to go without food for two days. Comfortably. Three days, comfortably. But you know, I'm growing to the next level with God. I say, Lord, I want to go to the 21 days. Ek het nog het nie gedoen nie, maar het is op my to-do list. Het is op my to-do list. En as ek het gedoen het, dan ga jylle sien. Ek gaat vlieg in die spirit. Ek gaat vlieg in die spirit. But, but it's on my to-do list. And it should be on all of your to-do lists. Ons gaan die mense gezond maak in die huis. Die mense gaan getrek word na die huis toe. Want ons is geconsecreerd before God. Ons lee met ons gezichte plat voor die Heere. Ons bieg voor hom. Daar is die next level van ons leven. This is what God wants us. The Holy Spirit is so powerful in this house. The power of God is in this house this morning. The truth, I'm not talking about, I know when the power is here. I can feel the power of God. The power of God is in this house. And this house, this word will change your life forever. Forever. Because this word has been prayed through. This word is in tune with the frequency of your heart. I ask the Lord to tune it with the, with the frequency of your heart. So this morning, church, what are you willing? Keenan? Then you guys can help me. What are you willing to consecrate? You sitting here, you've not been saved, or you have been saved, but you've backslidden. The Holy Spirit is asking you, are you willing 
to consecrate your life to me? Are you willing for me to take you to the next level? Are you willing to lay down your life for me? Jesus is in the place. I want you to close your eyes. The Holy Spirit is ministering to you. The Holy Spirit is ministering to your heart. Don't, don't reject him. Don't reject him. Just accept whatever he's telling you. Just say, Lord, I open the frequencies of my heart. I open the gates of my heart. And I, and I, and I, and I tune it perfectly with you this morning. God is asking you, what are you willing to consecrate? Are you willing to bring your life to me, son? Are you willing to bring your life to me, daughter? Father, help us, Lord. Tune our hearts with the frequencies of heaven, Father. Tune our hearts, Lord, with the frequency of your kingdom. Let us come out of this never to be the same again. To be stronger, to be mightier, to be more powerful for you, Lord, in this end times, Father. We need your consecration, Father. Rasotanamahan. This morning you are not saved or you've backslidden. The Lord is here. He's always willing to accept you. This morning you say that, Pastor, pray for me, man. I want to consecrate this area of my life. Lay your hands upon me and transfer that anointing upon my life that I can live for you that I can move in you, that I can do as I see my father do. The Lord is here. The Lord is here. You are welcome to come. I would love to lay my hands upon you to transfer this anointing upon your life. To transfer this grace upon your life. This is the next level of your life. This is the next move in your life. This is what God wants to do in your life. Open your heart to Him this morning. Open your heart. If you can pray in tongues, pray to God. Whatever we do in secret, God will reward us openly. We are called to be intercessors of this house. We are called to be leaders in this area. But it will not come if we don't consecrate our lives level in our life, Lord. As He gives up, Father. As He surrenders all to You, Lord Jesus. 
Father, let this anointing, Lord, flow straight through our body. Oh, precious Spirit. Father, I come against every demonic agenda, Lord, that wants to hamper her from committing fully to you, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. I break it right now, Father. Thank you, Father, that she can commit herself to you, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, you will be blessed. You will be blessed. You will be blessed. Father, I thank you for my sister. Lord, you know what area in her life she needs consecration. Father. You have spoken to her, Father. I pray right now that your word will penetrate her heart, Father. I pray that she will cling to this, Father, and go to the next level, Lord, in her life in the mighty name of Jesus. God, open a door for her, Father, that has been shut, Father. I command every evil spirit that is tormenting her, Father, I bind them right now in the mighty name of Jesus. They have no power over her, Father, because you've set her free, Father, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. My brother, thank you, Lord, that you've taken him out, Father. You've brought him back, my dear. I pray, Father, we consecrate whatever area in his life, Lord, that is committing to you, Father. I bless him in that area, Father. Let your Holy Spirit flow through him right now, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, let him go to the next level in you, Father. Greater sacrifice before you, Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for my sister. Oh, precious Jesus, you know our hearts. I pray, Father, everything that has been blocked, Lord Jesus, I open it right now in the Spirit, in the mighty name of Jesus. Everything that has been hampering her, that has been tormenting her, Father, I break it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I release your favor upon her life, Lord, as she commits it to you, Father, in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for my You have spoken, Father. You have spoken, Lord Jesus. You have spoken, Lord Jesus. And she has answered your call, Father. She has answered your call, Lord. Father, help her. Help her in that area of life. Help her, Father. Let her break through. Let her break through. Let her break through. Grant it to her, Father. It's a precious gift. As he consecrates that to her, to you, Father, in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for my brother. You know his heart, Father. You know his heart, Father. You know everything, Father, about him. You know, Father, his shortcomings. You know everything, Father. I anoint his hands for war in the spirit. I anoint him, Father, to stand in the gap for others, Lord Jesus. 
I pray for this congregation, Father. And even those that were shy to come, Lord Jesus. I know that you've spoken to their hearts, Father. Right now, Lord, I transfer a next level, Lord Jesus. Over their lives, Lord. A next sacrifice, Father God. The next level of consecration, Father, that you will grow them, Father. People will tell about their lives, Father. It will be a testimony, Father. They will come back and say something great has happened. In my life, Father, I transfer you now, Holy Spirit. And the power that comes with it, Father, over this entire congregation, Father. I pray intercessors will rise from this house, Father. Gatekeepers will rise from this house, Father God. People that will move in the Spirit will rise from this house, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father. I transfer it right now, Lord. In Jesus' name. Jesus, my